Hey, Rainbow Village System and Jade CEO, National Director and Pageant Coach of Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services. And this is my interviewee tip for November 24th, 2023. And happy after Thanksgiving. I guess you guys could call it happy Black Friday. <laughs> Those of you that are Black Fridayers, I am not. I do not care for um, shopping in the malls <laughs> or anywhere. For that matter, um, I'm an online shopper. I, I like it that way unless I really have to get something in person and then I go. Um, but I've never done the Black Friday thing. So <laughs> I'm at home today. <laughs> um, so anyway, I wanted to make sure you guys got your interview tip though for the week. Um, didn't want you to miss out on that. So today I am talking to you, 13 through 24 year olds mostly. And if you are older than that or younger than that, younger than 13 or older than 24, course, you know, I hope this helps you as well, but my target market is 13 through 24. Um, so I want to talk to you guys today about care and be care, be a care bear. <laughs> Caring for others is very important. That will just, you know, make us beautiful. Um, I don't know about you guys, but when I grew up, um, well, 13 through 24 year olds are not my age. So <laughs> um, anybody else who's in my age group, I used to watch this cartoon. Me and my sister's called Care Bears. Oh my God, I love this cartoon. It's just the cutest little thing. These little Care Bears characters, and they, they're all a different color. They all have special um, emotion, kind of like the Smurfs, and they all um, are caring. And so the synopsis of this cartoon is that the Care Bears live in a faraway place up in the clouds called Carolot, which pretty much constitutes a part of the kingdom of caring. And so with the help of the cousins and their buddies, they go all around the world on missions and caring while they try to thwart the plans of the evil Professor Coldheart. So, of course, you know, there has to be, you know, a, a negative side to it. There's got to be somebody bad um, that is in opposition of what they're doing. So that would be Professor Coldheart. And so he doesn't like the Care Bears. He doesn't like caring at all. <laughs> um, but this is a great cartoon. You know, if you... When you're like down as a little kid and you, you know, you're sad or something bad happened or you're sick, perfect cartoon for a kid to watch is the Care Bears. Because um, you see them just going about doing their business and caring for others and they they get in, get together and they know something bad's happening. So they, they all get together and they say, Care Bears, stare. And then all the colors from them come out like a rainbow and they're ready to help somebody. It's like they're putting on their metaphorical hero capes and they're ready to go out and help people in the world. So this is a really great cartoon. That's the first thing that popped in my head when I was um, thinking about writing this inner beauty tip um, because caring about people is huge. I've seen so many people who just ignore people's concerns and cries for help and that just really makes you an ugly person and that's not what our goal is on this planet. I, I talk to um, you a lot about um, our purpose for being here and um, how we are here to love one another, which is the purpose of Circle of Love, and how we're here to love ourselves, of course, and to just spread the love of God. You know, we all come from God. We all have that within us. So if we have it within us, if that is our source, then we're able to give it. Um, but we have to start with ourselves. So if you don't take care of yourself, then you're just forget it. <laughs> you're going to be able to do that for anybody else. Um so the opposite of caring, as we know, is neglect. So if any of you have experienced neglect or you know anybody who's been neglected, then you know, you know, that's pretty much the person, whoever is in their life, is not caring for them. And um, that hurts. So uh, we have to be careful with that stuff, especially with ourselves. If we neglect ourselves, and chances are we're going to neglect others.
Um, now, I am a um, mandated reporter, and that basically means I've been working with youth pretty much my whole life. And that pretty much means that if you are a professional working with youth, that you are mandated to report any signs of abuse that you see in any child that you're around. Um, and you have about um, 48 hours to do that. And there's a number that you call and you talk to somebody and you tell them, hey, this is what I experienced, this is what I witnessed, this is what I heard. And maybe somebody gave me some information. And, you know, you give them the whole spiel of what you saw and what you know. And usually they go to the, the house of the child and they do an investigation and try to figure out what's going on. Is this child really being abused, neglected? Is, you know, something's wrong? Um, and then they create a report and then they, you know, you have to give them your name. It cannot be anonymous because um, they need to follow up with you. So um, you have to give them your name and all that jazz. Um, and I've done uh, um, at least one report in my years of um, taking care of youth, um, counseling them and all that. Um, gratefully, haven't, <laughs> you know, experienced too much abuse. And it's not easy for youth to, you know, spill the beans and tell you that somebody's abusing them. And um, also the kids that I've taken care of, we already know they're being abused. So there's really not anything to, to report. Um, so we, you know, we take care of them in-house. Um, but for the most part, if I witness that, even if I'm not at work and I see, you know, signs of abuse somewhere, I will report it. Um, and so, that means that I'm re noticing neglected kids and the, um, it's not hard to notice a child that's being neglected or a person being neglected. You just have to pay attention to, to signs. You know, usually they'll, their clothes look disheveled or maybe they wear this, <clears throat> their clothes look disheveled or maybe they wear the same thing every single day or um, maybe they look like they're really, really thin. You know, I saw these two kids walking into the mall the day that I actually went to the mall and I got lost because there's like too many Macy's entrances and like, what is wrong? What's going on here? It's the twilight zone. <laughs> um, but I was in the mall and I was sitting in the food court, I believe. And I saw this woman walk in with her two kids and they were like, really? No, I wasn't in the food court. I was sitting at one of those little seats in front of the, um, one of the stores just chilling. And this woman walks by with her two kids and they were so thin. I was like, wow, they look like they're being, you know, malnutrition. And I couldn't like follow her and file a report. You can't do that, you know? So I just prayed for the, the kids because and they were eating ice cream as they were walking by. And I'm like, wow, did she like feed them real food? You know, and it could have been that they were homeless. And maybe she didn't have enough food and maybe she got hold of some money and she was able to give them some ice cream to cheer them up. I don't know, but it just, I could tell they were being um, neglected. And um, so stuff like that, you see that, or you see kids with, you know, snotty noses all the time and they're never clean and they, they smell really dirty or, um, you know, their shoes are torn up or something like that. Um, or they got like scratches and stuff on them all the time on their body. You just know something's wrong there. Um, and that's usually signs of neglect or abuse. And so when you see something like that, you know, somebody is not caring for that child. Now, when it comes to um, emotional neglect, sometimes you can't see that type of neglect, you know, but if you pay attention and you watch closely, we do exhibit signs of emotional neglect. And that means that there are some lack of love going on in our life. Somebody in our life is not, you know, expressing love to us. Maybe we're not expressing love to ourselves. And you can see the neglect in our clothing, in our style, our hair, you know, all messed up all the time. Or, you know, we don't clean our faces or we don't clean our bodies every day. <clears throat> um, we don't, um, we don't uh, you know, 
feed ourselves normally. Um, or looking at somebody's fingernails and if they're dirty, chances are they're probably not washing their hands or taking showers. Um, these are signs of neglect or, you know, if somebody's just emotionally neglecting you, they're not loving you, not expressing love to you, not spending time with you. You can see it, you know, people look down, you know, I, I saw a girl once, um, she was walking with her mom out of a store and she had on a hood, a hoodie and she was dressed in all black and there's nothing wrong with being dressed in all black. But when I, she had her head down, you know, and I wanted to speak to her, you know, cause I like to talk to, to youth when I get a chance to, if, you know, they're not engaged in their, with their peers. Um, but I wanted to, you know, smile at her and she had her head down and they were just like standing there after they walked out the store and she finally put her head up and she looked so sad. I was like, Oh my God, this girl, something's wrong here. You know? And her mom was like all made up and everything. She had all these shopping bags with her. And I was like, there's some neglect going on. There's something sad happening there. And I just knew it. I just felt it in my heart being an empath. I just felt it. And, um, you know, kind of, they walked away, but stuff like that, you know, you got to pay attention to, cause that, those are signs There's something's going on there. And, um, uh, that does not necessarily mean that, you know, nobody's loving them. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, youth are just in crawl inside themselves and they're depressed. So she could have been depressed, but you know, you have to watch out for stuff like that and be willing to offer some type of care or concern or love to, you know, when you see things like that. Um, so some other things that, um, prove or show that we don't care is like lack of communication. You know, somebody's not communicating with you or you're not communicating with somebody, um, distant attitudes. If somebody is just, you know, they don't want to be near you or, you know, hang out with you every time there's an invitation and you're there, they don't want to go, you know, that's just like kind of lack of care. They don't care about you. It seems like they don't, um, ignoring or forgetting special occasions. Um, this is huge. I think when it comes to like birthdays and um, anniversaries, graduations and stuff like that, you should always be willing to say congratulations to somebody that you know is, you know, having something special, a special occasion. Um, if you ignore it or forgive it, forget it purposely and you don't put it on your calendar and, you know, chances are you just don't care. Um, so if you really want people to know that you care, mark it down so that you don't forget that. And it makes them feel special that you've actually said something and you have to give them a gift. You know, if you say something to somebody, you know, congratulations, you just graduated and you didn't get to go or give them a gift. Just the congratulations will make them feel like you care. Um, if you have poor listening skills, this is another um, opposite of caring. If you, um, listen to people in a way where you're waiting to respond. Like if they're talking and you're just like, yeah, okay, okay. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then you start talking and you just kind of forgot what they said. That's poor listening skills. People know they're not dumb. You know, they know you're going to, that you're not paying attention to what they're saying. So, you know, everybody pretty much knows how to listen properly to people, you know, just repeat back what you heard, nod your head. Um, don't be so quick to respond, you know, be quiet for a little bit and just kind of take in the conversation, what you're listening to, um, and let them know, you know, I'm, I'm listening. I don't, I don't need to talk. Go ahead and keep talking and I'll listen to you. Um, if we have a lack of poor listening skills, people will know that we don't care about what they're saying. So it's obvious. Um, so you want to be careful with that. Um, next, dismissing basic needs. So if this could be you or somebody in your life that you care for or that you hang around with, if you dismiss their basic needs or your basic needs, 
then that's huge when it comes to caring. You know, you have to care about the basic needs. Those are basic. You know, those are number one. You got to have food, water. You got to have a roof over your head, a place to sleep. You know, shower, a bathroom. Um, you know, toiletries all that stuff that we need to live every day. And if you dismiss that, if you ignore that with yourself or on somebody else, then there's a lack of care there. And um, it's it's gonna be a painful ride for that you or that person. Um, if you pass by hurting or injured people without stopping by, asking them if they're okay, if they need your help, um, again, lack of care, lack of concern, just, you know, that's just rude. I mean, what if it was you laying on the ground and you couldn't get up or, you know, you fell or, you know, you dropped something and you couldn't bend over. You would want somebody to walk by a stranger, you know, if there was no one else with you and pick it up for you and help you out. Um, you know, just simple things, you know, we, we don't need to be in a rush all the time and just be rude and disrespectful. Help somebody, lend a hand. Um, learning of someone's suffering and doing nothing to change it. This one's huge. So if you know somebody's going through something really bad or they're suffering or they're sick and you're like across the street, down the street, you can get in your car, drive to the store and, you know, help bring them some soup or, you know, get them some medicine. I mean, that that's that's sweet. That's really nice if you can do something like that. If you ignore that, that's, um, you know, that's pretty bad. Because <laughs> if you can help somebody and you choose not to, um, that's just a sad way to go. It just makes you look like a really ugly person. I remember I was sick once and I had a neighbor who um, came by. He was in the same building and I knocked on his door and I couldn't go anywhere. I was so sick. I did not want to walk down the street. I know 7-Eleven was down the street and <laughs> I just couldn't do it. So I asked him, you know, can you give me some medicine, please? <laughs> And he's like, sure, you know, I gave him money, he went down the street, he bought my medicine. I was so grateful to him for doing that for me because he didn't have to say yes. He could have ignored me. You know, he could have been like, yeah, you know what, I'm busy, Cicely, I'm sorry, I can't help you. He may, he could have just ignored me when I knocked on the door, too. But he didn't. So he was really sweet about that, you know, and that let me know that he had a caring heart. And um, that, that means a lot when you, you know out of your way, because he could have been busy. Go out of your way for somebody, that's that's nice. Um, pausing someone else's suffering and doing nothing to make things better, ooh, that's not cool. <laughs> you know, you know somebody's suffering or, you know, let's say you're in an apartment building and you're, you know, you got the air conditioning blasted and the person's like freezing and, you know, they're suffering, you know, they're cold and you know you don't need it that high, but you just, maybe you're in a nasty attitude. <laughs> nasty mood or something and you're you know you're causing this person to suffer you're not doing anything to make things better for them that's not cool you know that shows that you don't care um you have to get over yourself uh so you know don't don't do that um and deliberately causing harm to feel better so if somebody tells you no if you're hurting somebody if you're you know causing inflicting some type of pain on somebody because you think maybe they'll get off on it or maybe they'd want to or maybe you just want to try something out and they say no listen to the no because that means it's, it hurts. <laughs> um, so don't do that. You know, that means you don't care about their body. You don't care about your body. You don't care about the outcome of what's happening to them. Um, and that's not going to make you a beautiful person. So listen to the no's. Very, very important. Um, preemptive strikes. So we all know what that means. You know, if there's a war and, you know, there's the two sides, two opposing sides and one side knows, hey, they're going to strike eventually or, you know, I heard something, they're going to do something, we're going to strike first. That's a preemptive strike. Um, 
we can do those in life too. You know, we, we're afraid of somebody that might <clears throat> seem threatening to you. And, you know, when you're afraid of people, chances are you're probably going to try to do something to hurt them um, before they hurt you. And that's pretty much what a preemptive strike is. You're striking before you actually, you know, they know before you strike for real, for real. Um, so, um, let's stay away from preemptive strikes. You know, that means you probably don't care about that person. Um, and you're too afraid. You have too much fear. So you have to be careful because if you strike in a way that causes severe harm, you can go to jail, you can go to prison. It could be attempted murder. You just never know. So you gotta stop being afraid of people, you know, because people are, you know, just like you, we're all pretty much the same. We all have, you know, our, our ideas and our, um, you know, our dreams and our visions for living and life and, you know, pursuing, you know, the American dream. We pretty much everybody has the same idea um, about life, Getting just making making enough money to, to get by and to do the things that you want to do in life, travel and all that stuff um, and buy things. <laughs> so it's kind of sad when people are afraid of people. And this is actually an epidemic. I, I see that a lot. People are so afraid. When you pass people on the street, it's hard to get somebody to make eye contact and say hello. I'm like, wow, you know, I, well, I look scary. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, I, I try. But um, there's just a lot of people that are just afraid. Um, but whatever. Moving on. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you guys have heard this phrase or this quote, that no one cares what you have to say until they know you truly care. So if you... If you are one of those people that loves to talk and talk and talk and talk and say this and say that and say you're going to do this and you're going to go here and this is going to happen and you're going to make this happen and, and then, you know, you know, nothing happens, you know, you don't show up for the people or you don't do what you say you're going to do. People are just going to back out. They're not going to want to listen to you anymore because it's all words. Um, so they don't care what you say. You can just spill a whole bunch of stuff. You know, I got this. I'm going to lay this out for you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go here. I'll be there next weekend and you don't show up. They know you don't care. So be careful with things that you say to people. Be careful when you make promises and that you, you know, say, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure this happens. And you, and you don't show up, make sure that you show up, make sure that you do what you say you're going to do. And if you can't do it, let them know, you know, you know what? I just made a promise. I'm going to pick you up and take you to the beach this weekend. And you know what? I got car problems. I cannot make it. I'm sorry. Don't just, you know, say nothing. And then the person calls you, calls you and you don't answer to them. It's like, you're being phony. You're not my true friend, you know? So you want to make sure if you want people to really care about what you say or do, make sure that you're doing it. Make sure that you're following through on what you're doing. Um, so watch people who talk too much because you will be an ugly person if you show that you don't care. It's, it's pretty obvious. Um, so how do we show that we do care? Very important. So let, we have to start with ourselves. Um, as I said before, if you don't start with self-care, then you're not going to care about nobody else. You're not going to give a damn. You know, you, you know, if you neglect yourself, if you don't take showers every day, if you don't wash your, your hands, you know, after you use the bathroom, if you don't eat three meals a day at least, um, take care of yourself, exercise, you know, pray, meditate, whatever you need to do for wellness, inner wellness. And we need that spiritual wellness, very important. Um, call people, you know, and let them know that you're okay. Um you know, take care of your home, clean your car, whatever it is that you do for yourself. If you do not care about you, 
nobody else is going to care about you and you can't care about anybody else. We have to have our cup full in order to pour out something to somebody else. And not necessarily, it could be halfway full and you can still help others. But for the most part, you got to have something in your cup in order to give. If your cup is empty, nobody's going to get anything from you. <laughs> this is like if your wallet is empty, if your bank account is empty, you can't buy anybody any Christmas presents. Now, can you? No. So you got to start with you. You got to, you know, get yourself a job, take care of yourself, pay yourself that 10% every time you get a paycheck, put it in a savings account, um, prepare throughout the year for a Christmas um, fund. So that, you know, at the end of the year, you know, you're taking care of yourself. You've paid your bills. You know, you go to the movies, you buy some stuff for yourself. Um, you're taking care of your home or you're taking care of your bedroom if you're still at home. And um, you have a little bit of money left over because you've saved up and you've taken care of yourself first. Then, you know, you can care about other people. So you first and then other people, just like plane crashing. You know, you got to put the mask on first before you can take care of your kids or your loved one, whomever's with you or anybody who's next to you. Um, you got to put that gas mask on first so that or the oxygen mask on first so that you know that you're taking care of you and you're breathing. You're safe. You're well. And then you can say, hey, I'm okay. I'm going to take care of you now. So we have to do that with ourselves. So self-care starts the caring. Um, and then offer assistance to people. So don't be afraid to, you know, call your neighbor or go next door, down the street, or, you know, join a volunteer group or something, especially if you're your youth, you know, you, you want to build up a, a resume of, um, volunteer work. That's caring. You know, you're not getting paid for it. So obviously you care, you know, um, to, to help somebody, even though if you're just getting credits for it, still the fact that you're going every day and you're exhibiting signs that you care and you're friendly and you're kind, that shows that you're offering assistance. So um, do that as much as possible. Um, responding to someone's cries for help. Just like I said, when you're passing by somebody who seems like they're in danger or they need help, um, or somebody calls you and says, you know what, I'm, I'm feeling really blue. I don't want to live anymore. I just need somebody to sit with me. Don't ignore that. You know, that, that can lead to suicide. Usually you don't tell people that you're going to kill yourself. You just kind of do it. But, you know, if somebody's crying for help and they're close to it, don't ignore that. You know, spend some time with them. Let them know that you love them, that you care, and do what you can to help them through whatever it is that they're going through. Um, empathy or crying with others. Um, this is huge as well. Of course, you know, when you have friends or family members who are sad or they need somebody to hang out with them and just sit with them and cry with them, go for it. You know, they, that will make them feel so much better. <laughs> when my mom cries, I, I hate it when she cries because I always burst out in tears. I'm just like, don't cry. You know, I don't like it. Um, I don't want to see my mom crying and hurt and her heart broken over anything, you know, so I always burst out crying <laughs> when she's crying. So, you know, I can feel her pain. You know, you want to, you want people like that. You want them to know that you care about them. And that usually shows, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry, but <laughs> at least I know you care, you know, um, and then next, finding sweet and special ways to show you care. So use your imagination with this one. This one's important. Use your imagination and um, find really sweet and special ways to show that you care for other people. You know, buy them their favorite flower or pick their favorite flower. I love it when people pick flowers for me. Um, especially little kids are so cute. <laughs> Miss Yuzi. <laughs> it's adorable. Um 
anything, you know, a card, a homemade card, you know, I brought you a cupcake, I brought you a slice of cake, um, you know, I, I just made this mac and cheese dish and I want you to have some, you know, just sweet and special ways to show somebody that you care. Um, using your imagination is really great. Um, also being available or being a true friend when needed, very important, just like, you know, the crying on the shoulder thing. Um, <clears throat> somebody calls you and they're like, Hey, I just want to talk to you. It's two in the morning and I can't sleep. <laughs> you know, if you're up and you, you're okay with it, answer the phone and let them just vent a little bit, you know, so they know that you care. Um, Surprising people with gifts or displays of love. I love this one. Um, just, you know, you're out shopping and you, you, know, you see something um, that you stumbled upon and it looks like something that they would love. Go ahead and pay for it. Go ahead and buy it and give it to them. You know, let them know, hey, I was thinking of you and I was shopping for myself. <laughs> um, good listening skills. I just talked about this earlier, you know. Um, Again, you want to make sure that people know that you're listening to what they're saying and you're not just waiting to say something after they're saying something. Um, when you ask people, how are they? You know, hey, how are you, um, Betty? Um, listen to the response. Because sometimes we just, you know, how you walk by and you don't hear anything. You know, it's just like autopilot. You know, you just say that, you know, when you walk into work or you walk into class. Um, you go home or something from school and your mom's like, how are you? And you just walk by and, you know, nothing else happens happens after that. You really stand there, listen to the person say, I'm doing good. Oh, uh, sucky day, you know, really listen to them. And it'll probably make their day because um, people have a hard time listening to that. It's just automatic. Um, checking in on people from time to time, you know, just, you know, you're busy and you don't have a whole lot of stuff a lot, of, a lot of time to say hey and, you know, check in on people like me. I, I am really, really busy with business. So I don't have a whole lot of time to say hey to my friends and family. Um, but when I do, I, I will make sure that I find a way. You know, Bitmojis, I love Bitmojis is a great way to, or emojis to, you know, say hello to somebody. Um, I love them. You just pick one and it's the perfect one and it's got like a picture of you it looks like you're supposed to look like you <laughs> they don't look exactly like us but they're supposed to look like you and you have a little phrase on there you know i love you or i'm there for you something like that you know just checking in on them you don't even have to write a text it's in the bitmoji and they just you know they big bright smile on their face <laughs> i know somebody who i send this to um sometimes every once in a while and he, he loves them um ask people how you can help in any way that you possibly can help. Um, and don't just, you know, offer to help somebody. Actually ask them, because sometimes we offer and we, you know, give something and they may not need it. But when you ask and they actually tell you, then you know, you know exactly what to get them. So um, ask people how you can help them and they'll feel much better about you knowing that you actually truly care about them. Um, next, pray for strangers, pray for enemies, those we are estranged from, yourself, pray for your loved ones, your animals, our planet as a whole. Um, prayer is very, very powerful. And if you take the time to get on your knees and pray for somebody or wherever you may be, and you're just sending up, up a prayer to heaven for somebody that you don't even know, that's huge. You know, God's probably like smiling at you and just checking some stuff off <laughs> on your checklist. You know, you've been nice this year. And um, 
probably very happy with what you just did because you don't know that person. You have no idea who they are, what they're going through. You just, you, you just say, hey, you know, I'm going to pray for the family across the street. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they need a prayer, but I'm going to pray for them. You know, or I'm going to pray for these people over here. I'm going to join a prayer group. We have a prayer warrior um, for Jesus now. Anyone's interested in that, um, check that out on Facebook. Um, and, you know, just... Let's take some time, five, ten minutes, and just say a really sweet prayer for somebody that they're okay wherever they are, especially if you know something. And you're sending out, you know, that care bear stare <laughs> out to them, letting them know that you care. Um, and they just might find out. You never know. Um, and then next, take care of your personal belongings and gifts. So you want to, if you really want to care about other people's stuff as well, not just them, but their stuff, because sometimes we are rude and we neglect um, other people and neglect what they're doing. Um, so we want to make sure that we are taking care of their personal belongings and their gifts as well, because those that, that belongs to them. That's something that, you know, it's important to them when they care about and that they value. And if they value it, then, you know, we should value it. We go in their home, we sit on their couch, you, know, you don't want to rough up the couch and start picking at it, drawing on it, <laughs> drawing on the walls, throwing paper around and stuff. You don't care for their, their things. It belongs to them um, as if it was yours. Um, so. And then lastly, um, customer service is huge. When I was working, um, I think it was my very first job working in the office called Stanshaw foreclosure company and they were uh I was the customer service representative and I actually got an award <laughs> I got customer service excellence award um one year and I was so excited because I got really rave reviews about you know answering the phone and helping everybody out you know going above and beyond um the call of duty and just making sure the customer was taken care of and that's kind of what we need to do in life with everybody especially you know of course starting with ourselves and then just moving on to you know your family members we got to care about our family members we're meaner to them than anybody else because they're right there um so have customer service skills at home in school in your classroom towards your teachers your principals your professors if you're in college um wherever you work your boss you know if you have a part-time job somewhere your coach um your siblings you know practice customer service skills everywhere you go so that people know you know when you pick up the phone and you call somebody and you're asking for help you're expecting you know the utmost care and concern and service that you can get you want them to be on it you want them to be like hey how can i make your day better what can i do for you to make your day a special day and <clears throat> when you hear that you actually experience it it just makes you feel amazing inside because this person even though they're getting a paycheck you know still they took the time to make sure your day was good there they were probably have hundreds of calls coming in and you're probably like 150 maybe and they're still you know, have a smile on their face, um, you know, and you can hear it. And I remember when I was training for customer service at Bank of America, that's one of the things that my supervisor also told us that have a smile on your face and the customer can hear it. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, so that's what I would do. You know, when I answer the phone, have a smile on my face and they can hear the smile on your face. So, you know, try that out. Don't be a 
a funky person, you know, because your mom's there and she's your punching bag, you know, moms are everybody's punching bag, unfortunately, you know, we kind of throw everything on our mom and our dad sometimes, and even our siblings, and that's not fair. These are the people that we're supposed to love and care for the most. So the people that you're around that you see the most, make sure you give them customer service skills as if you're getting a paycheck, you're a customer service representative, and you want to make sure that they know that you care about what they're going through, what they need, their day, their suffering, whatever it may be. Do whatever you can in your power to show that you care for people. Give that care bear stare. Be a care bear. <laughs> That's all I have for you. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, you know, your inner beauty will shine. Toodles.